Hi, this is Carl Strauchan, the fireman from Twin Peaks, and you're listening to Without Your Head. of decapitation without your head. I'm Nasty Neil. That would make me terrible, Troy. Mm-hmm. We're joined by many guests here. We have the <laughs> cast of the BFF Girls, which is uh, debuting this Saturday at, at the Boston Underground Film Festival, or the Buff, as, as the cool kids say. We have Allison Mayer on the line. Hello. Hello. Is Rose? Welcome. Yes. We have Jessica Ship, who is Lily. Hi. Hi. How you doing? <laughs> uh, we have uh, Sydney Thomas, who's Violet. Hi, everyone. Hello. Hey. We have Jessica Nam, who is uh, the superhero Lily. Hi. Hello. Hello there. We have Carol Ann Utley, superhero Violet. Hey. Hello. Excellent. Excellent. We have uh, Lauren Sickman, who is Fabulous Doom. Hello, everyone. Hey. How you doing? Uh, ah. Lawrence R. Harvey is uh, the sensei, Nico sensei. Oh. Oh. (laughs) 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 People think he's in character now, but that's just Lawrence. (laughs) (laughs) And Michael St. Michael's, the narrator. Greetings, all. Well, who might... He's got some women around, so he might he might cut out at some point. I'm not sure. So uh, well, we'll start with everybody can can give their own uh, answer here. Is uh, how did everyone get involved in BFF Girls? I got a phone call. No, I got a thing on uh, Facebook. Mm-hmm. A message. 
yeah. And uh, I said, uh, you know, call Rebecca. And she gave me information. And the next thing I know, I'm part of it. <laughs> right. <laughs> It, uh, real quick, well, uh, first of all, we'll, we'll ask, like, how'd you get involved? And what did you think of the actual concept uh, when you heard about it? Uh, I didn't actually hear about it until I saw it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I love the concept. I think it's great. I, uh, I especially, you know, well, I don't want to give away anything, but uh, it, it's pleasingly gross. Yes, it is. But it's also very charming. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, uh, real and, quick. Uh, when you say you you didn't know the concept, you saw it. So you did you do your lines, and then you saw the, the whole finished project. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, okay, that's very very cool. I'm glad you ended up liking it then. Not wanted your name. Me your too. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, how about Allison? How did you get involved, and what did you think of when you first heard what BFF Girls was about? Well, so I actually met Brian working on a student film a couple of years ago with a friend of mine, and I'm a nerd, so we started talking nerd stuff, uh-huh. and he told me about this concept back then, so I was involved years ago before the script was even written, and oh, wow. then uh, he came to me and said he had a script and had me in mind and uh, would like for me to look over it, and of course I was on board. Mm-hmm. Uh, how about how about Jessica Ship? Um. I know Brian and Tori through the Knoxville Horror Film Fest, and um, we've kind of gotten to be pretty good friends. And when he told me um, the idea on the the short, I was like, you have to put me in this because it's like a dream for me. So um, he's like, well, you're in it. So <laughs> I was really happy to hear that. Yeah. Uh, how about how about Nam? Um, I actually got contacted by our, the costume designer, Tanya. And um, she kept talking to me about it, and I said, "Yeah, I'll talk to Brian." And he, we talked, and I thought it was hilarious, so I said, "Yes." <laughs> mm-hmm. And interestingly enough, uh, both Jessicas play the Lily parts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how about Sydney? Um, I was actually working with Brian at the time. He was my supervisor, and. He showed me the first draft of the script, and I begged him for me to be involved in it in some way. It didn't matter if I was acting or just a runner. I just wanted to be around when this thing was created because it sounded yeah. so awesome. Uh-huh. <laughs> understandably so. Uh, yeah. Carol, Carol Ann. Hey. Um, actually, I've been a fan of Brian's work. Uh, through other actors that I know throughout the industry. So I've been following this work for a number of years with William and Crow's Hand and um, some other shorts that he's done. And um, I think actually I saw it on Jessica Nam's page the, that she was a part of the BFF girl and the whole crowdfunding uh, that they were doing. And I thought, oh, gosh. And I read the storyline, and I thought it was super awesome. So I emailed Brian mm-hmm. and thought, hey, I love this. Um, I'm definitely supportive financially for it. Um, however, if you haven't cast everyone, um, I'd like to be considered. And sadly, <laughs> what he did right now, um, saying that, you know, we cast everyone. So um, thank you, though. Um, we'll keep you in consideration in the future kind of thing. 
and little do I know, um, weeks or is it a couple of months? I can't remember. Um, they called me and said, Hey, we need you <laughs> like get down here now. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm glad, I'm glad it worked out. Did you know what happened with the other person? Um, yes, I, I, I do. Um, but you don't want to say maybe. Yeah, right, <laughs> it's a long story. Enough, um, but she's okay, and um, I think okay, that, well, that matters the most is that she was okay. Um, it, it's unfortunate that you know it didn't work out for her, but her loss was my gain. Is that okay to say? <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> I believe uh, in that sort of thing. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Maybe that was just chaos magic. I don't know. Uh, you yeah. didn't. There was no like uh, I Tanya type type of deal going on. No, I did not break. <laughs> no. All right, all right, very good. Uh, how about Mister Doom? Yeah. Um. <laughs> I, I actually I got a call from a friend of mine. You know, her name is uh, she actually is the uh, custom designer at Tanya, and she just saying. You know, when they're looking for um, a guy to play this role, I said, "All right, well, let me let me look at the script first. Mm-hmm. So when I first read the script, I was like, "All right, what the hell is this?" <laughs> so um, I had like no idea. I'm I'm a bit slow. You, you can see I'm from a different planet. So I was like, "I don't understand. I don't get it." But it sounds kind of you know crazy. And so I said, "All right, let me um." But you know, my my attitude is never just you know. <laughs> say no to anything just go ahead and um, meet with them well what happened is i called brian i asked him do you want me to audition i mean i read the script you know i have some questions he said uh no no you don't have to audition just you know we can sit down and um you know go over the script and have a cup of coffee and um we can make the decision or you can make the decision if you want to do the part so i said all right that's kind of interesting because you know i i act and there's always the auditioning process and all that. It's all right. I'm, I'm, let's let me you know meet with him and talk to him. So I met him at the, in a coffee shop. I mean, he's a good guy, very nice. Um, we talked and um, we seemed to seem to click pretty well. And then I actually started get really you know understanding what the script's about. I guess maybe actually maybe when I first time read it, I was kind of um, just you know do a little bit too fast. Then you know after I talked to him, I thought, oh wow, that's pretty interesting and. Um, Usually, you know, you don't usually, I don't usually get audition or cast in this type of role. So I said, all right, you know, let's give it a try. And um, it sounds like it's going to be a blast. Mm-hmm. And um, it, ended up, it was a blast. It was a lot of fun, you know. Yeah. A lot of good people on the set. And, you know, everybody's uh, very professional <laughs> and doing doing the best they can. So it was yeah. fun. So that's how yeah. I got involved. Cool. <clears throat> and you said you don't normally get this type of role. I, I think you, it's probably not a type of role you get typecast in. You know, it's another role. Well, you know, I'm, I get... <laughs> I'm drinking period. <laughs> I mean, I actually enjoy playing bad guys. You know, I think uh-huh. that's the fun of it because, you know, um, a lot of times, you know, I get cast as a, you know, a typical Asian do um, IT guy and a doctor and a lawyer or just, you know, a, a, a store manager type of thing. You know, that's just like one liners, you know, maybe a couple sentences here and there. But so that's that's the reason why I was like, all right, this is interesting. But. I, you know, when I, like I said, when I first read the script, I was like, okay, I don't know what the hell's going on. And let me, let me just talk to him <laughs> and see what happens. <laughs> so, you know, well, which I, I actually understand the concept because, you know, me, me actually, I know a lot of experts, you know, the Japanese comics and all that, which is intriguing to me. I grew up with those, um, you know, cartoons and stuff like that. 
So I thought, all right, mm-hmm. let's talk with Brian and see what happens. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I mean, I it was excited. It was excited to be part of it. You know. Yeah. And, uh, and how about Mr. Harvey, Lawrence Harvey? Uh, Jill got in touch saying uh, that she was working on Brian's new uh, new film that was about kind of Super Sentai team kind of uh, spoof. And would I be interested in, in playing a perverted cat uh, <laughs> that was also the Sentai Sentai of the uh, of the group? And I said, perverted cat. That's the role I was born to play. <laughs> and I, I I couldn't agree more. You really, really, really. <laughs> you really did nail it, though. So, and, and uh, what did you think when you saw the the likeness of yourself in the cat? Uh, well, I got a photo through through when uh, the the uh, cat was made, so uh, I I kind of. It was the cat with its legs open with the balls and penis. Quite so, <laughs> prominently, uh, I, uh, well, you know, it was, it was, uh, it was, it was an eye opener. It was uh, <laughs> anatomically correct. Yeah, I, I, I don't think it's a, a lingering close up of uh, the jet. I think they missed uh-huh. the trick there, but. Uh-huh. There's a little bit of it. I see. Uh, uh, Allison, uh, Jessica, and, and uh, Sydney. Uh, when you guys are are filming the, at the beginning there in, in the room, you guys' bedroom. How how big of a room? How big of a room is that? It was it like very, very big. Tight? Yeah. <laughs> it was not very big. <laughs> it was it was hot. It was really hot in there. It was yeah, May. Jessica, <laughs> <laughs> had a wig on and a onesie. <laughs> yeah, you definitely. Yeah, hat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we had red bean ice cream. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, What's that I... helped. Yeah. <laughs> Thank goodness. I... <laughs> I'd never heard of red bean ice cream before. Yeah, I hadn't known that it was real until it was procured, and it's awesome. We loved it. Right. Yeah, it was oh, so good. good. <laughs> uh, was that was that your own onesie? <laughs> no, actually, Tonyette, um, well, she had me, like, look up some ideas online, because I, I do have a Totoro onesie, so she kind of, like, went off that idea, and um, I just helped her kind of, like, search around online and gave her a couple images, and um, she found that one in the cat hat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, have a, I have a Yeti onesie. They are very comfortable. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> So how how long did it take to uh, to do that scene in the in the bedroom? Uh, like four hours, three, three hours. There's a lot of cuts, you know, at different angles. Yeah, what time yeah, we did we? Uh... Um, Brian was pretty sure of what he wanted from various things, so that yeah. helped. Yeah. And, uh, how about uh, the the cat there? Uh, uh, so the sensei, Nico Sensei. What was it like when you guys first saw him? <laughs> I think that the expression we had was our true expression when we first when we first saw him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, Lawrence, what were you gonna say? 
I, I, I was going to say I was naked whilst I was recording my book. <laughs> <laughs> and I will say that the, uh, the well, I don't know. Are we allowed to talk about Nako's naughty bit? Yeah, well, as far as I know, you are. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I give you. I'll give you permission. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. They they were detachable, so they got passed around a lot on set. Oh really? <laughs> <laughs> Again, just like Lawrence. No, no. <laughs> is it, is it, did they take them off for the Walmart version and then put them back on for the R-rated version? You know? <laughs> I mean, I feel like it was kind of like rubbing Buddha's belly, you know? It was like good luck. <laughs> <laughs> so, I want uh, that and, job. <laughs> uh, and, and Michael, where did the voice come from? Uh, where, where did? Because uh, actually, it doesn't even really sound like you at the, at the end. It didn't. No, I, uh, I don't know. It. I don't know. It just yeah, that's what happened when I read it. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, they kept saying faster, faster. So you know, it's like a record. You know, you, you get a forty-five and you play it at seventy-eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, well, I have three and a half octaves, so it's one of those in there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Carol Ann and, and Nam, uh, when you, when you were filming the out, outdoors scene, uh, where was that? And, uh, and then <laughs> what was, what was that like filming? Our, our scenes were all done on green screen, actually. Oh, um, really? Okay. Yeah. Actually, um, they told me that. So Mother Nature decided to, you know, huh? rain. <laughs> so from what I understand, they had to find a last minute location um, and scene change. So all of our scenes were done on green screen. Mm-hmm. So uh, what was, what's that? What was that like uh, acting on the green screen or in front of the green screen? Um, it, was, it was fun, um, I guess. <laughs> I had brought a friend of mine to do the choreography um, for all the hand stuff, motion things I did. And then they just um, just told us to do different things and we action and like just Brian knew what he wanted to see from us. So he just kind of was like, do this and do this and do this. And then we did it and then don't know where it would have. Uh, he didn't tell us where and which part of the scene it would come out of, but we just did a bunch of different actions. Yeah. And what about uh, what lines were you guys actually saying? Um, well, I learned my lines like while I was doing my makeup. <laughs> uh-huh. So, uh, yeah, we had uh, some lines in English, and then they were dubbed over in Japanese, which was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, it Jessica, it was like um. Our, our signature thing that we always say, uh, be- or, oh no, I can't remember. It's escaping me for some reason. Um, yeah, that was, we did that a long time ago. Yeah, I know. Oh my God. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it was really cool. Um, we, we had lines um, and choreography. I think the choreography was tricky. So, you know, but it was mm-hmm. fun. I loved it. Yeah. Uh, did you keep your costumes? Oh, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I want Tonyette to, like, make me, like, a replica. <laughs> <laughs> they were pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, how about uh, Mr. Doom? What, what, what fabulous of Doom? What did you think when you saw your your tampon cart? <laughs> I thought I thought this can't be it, right? I mean, I got a lot of money, man. But <laughs> <laughs> no, it worked. It worked just fine. I figured it was much more sort of a more from you know Earth, earthly like. Um, but it was hilarious. It's it's. I had actually have a hard time opening up the. Um, the top, the sliding door, so I had trouble, um, trouble getting the tampon out. So, but overall, it was fun. I mean, really, um, I think everybody did a great job. You know, the custom, the set, and it just, yeah, it's it's pretty good. It, yeah, it's <laughs> it was just a lot of fun. I mean, I don't, I, I, you know, because actually, when we're acting in the green screen, you know, uh, you don't really do. There's just individual scenes and. Um, was hoping, you know, I had a chance to act with everybody together, you know, on set, but it's what it is. But overall, yeah. it was a it was a very good experience for um for me and to, you know just just being an actor. You know, I have most of the time I when I act, I'm you know always I'm not done one of those superhero movies, you know, like those Marvels and they mm-hmm. do a lot of um green screen. But yeah, it was it was definitely fun. The um <laughs> actually. I'm, I'm, I'm more. I mean, I'm sort of surprised about how it's just, you know, everything. You know, Brian, he had the vision. You know, put everything together, which is, you know, pretty cool. Mm-hmm. You, know, you have some, uh, you have some great. I don't want to spoil it because you know it is you know short, but uh, you have some uh, great lines, obviously. And uh, and uh, how do I say this? Uh, the bodily fluids that that, that bore down upon you. Uh, uh, what what was that? Because you do you get some in your mouth. So it was just um I think the um Blake you know uh, it was just fake blood, but for some reason um <laughs> it just it also smells like blood. I think it uh, they just want to make sure everything's so real. Um, I guess they use that type of blood on set. Um, it was just I mean I guess uh, corn syrup. Um. But what happened when I was on that scene where I was, you know, the the, the, the blow was pouring on my head, and I actually inhale it in my nose, so I can, I can it's almost like I feel like I'm just inhaling blood in in the there's a, like there's aftertaste and residual, mm-hmm. so uh, it didn't go away for like you know a couple of hours. <laughs> <laughs> so I keep I had to keep like sniff it inward and then cough it out, you know, try to draw uh-huh. out the um the the, the um, bloodiness of it. You know, it's very sort of, um, I, mean, I guess, what's the best way to describe it? It's, it just, it's bloody, you know, it's fishy, kind of, you know, that type of feeling. That's the dedication Good thing I had to, uh, right, I mean, a good thing I only do it one take, because, you know. <laughs> so. Uh-huh. Very, very good. And uh, and Jessica and Caroline, what was it like to film your scenes with uh, with the flowing blood? Uh, it was hilarious. Go ahead, Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> it was hilarious because you don't like. I feel like they want us. We did so many takes, mm-hmm. or at, um, and then I feel like they just the last the last couple of takes they just wanted to do it for fun because everybody was laughing at us. <laughs> All I have to say is that thank God that is not real life. (laughs) I I would not leave my house (laughs) at all. Like I would like 
nail up the windows and um <laughs> it would be horrible but well, it, it was yeah it's hilarious because like especially afterwards when um we're trying to like change or get off set because we're it's we're wet like it's it's everywhere <laughs> and you're slipping and sliding everywhere yeah um, the funny thing is right after that scene i had to um get out of the costume and go to my side job and have to explain why I look like how I look like. <laughs> uh-huh. And that, no, I did not kill anybody. <laughs> Better luck so, next time. <laughs> <laughs> so that was fun. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so uh, Lawrence, did you, uh, you and Michael, I, Michael said he didn't see the, 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 uh, the movie you know, he didn't know anything about it till he saw till he saw the ending. So until he saw the finished project, when you guys uh, did get to see see it, uh, what did you guys think? I was impressed. I thought, you know, this is something I think that that is needed because it it fills an area where that is not discussed or mm-hmm. disgusting. I don't know, but it uh, it brings out subjects. Well, this one anyway brought up a subject that a surprisingly large number of people in this country have no clue of until it suddenly hits them. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, mm-hmm. I, I found it educational in that way. I also kind of <laughs> like the idea of ah, I can control them. I will create a period that will. Drain never blood. <laughs> uh, educational. They could they could show it at schools, maybe. Yeah. Um, right. uh, Lords, what did you think when you when you saw the finish? Well, I, I I'd read the whole script first, so <laughs> I kind of knew what what was going to happen. happening. Yeah. Um, it's interesting to see how it was, um, you know, how, how they worked out everybody's costumes and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> And, and yeah, to see how how the Super Sentai team work and and so on, you know. So. Yeah. Uh, and to see uh, how my cat looks. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course. Um, and, uh, yeah. Allison, uh, <laughs> a- yeah, go on. Sorry. Because when you when I was recording the thing, it's you know you're in a a recording booth. Well. A, did it here in Wigan uh, in a recording booth, just uh, doing, doing lines both in English and in Japanese, uh, and trying to give it a Japanese sort of accent, kind of. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I hope it works. I think it works. I liked it. I liked it quite a bit. Uh, <laughs> Allison, uh, Jessica, and City, what did, what did you all think of uh, the finished project? I thought, I it, thought was it was amazing. perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I knew that it was going to be great. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still was so surprised at how well everything time like turned out, especially when, you know, you're looking at different versions of it and mm-hmm. it seems so so different. I remember looking at a rough version of the fight scenes of the superhero BFF girls but just the green screen mm-hmm. and seeing seeing the practical effects of the 
uh, Monstral Cramps. I think that was the move that really did it, maybe. Uh-huh. <laughs> Where all of the, the spurting uh, bodily fluids was just so intense. <laughs> and it's just the green screen behind it and them screaming and no music <laughs> and everything was just hilarious. So to see that yeah. and then see the finished product was... Like, I knew that it was going to be good, but it was even better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Taking one for the team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have been involved since um, the, like, before the Indiegogo campaign. So mm-hmm. we shot some stuff with just me and Marilyn on green screen, uh, to, like a proof of concept kind of civil reel. So I, you know, I read the script, uh, like the first few drafts, and then we did that. So I felt like I had a pretty good idea of what it was going to be. But I, I still was also completely blown away, like the production value, the effect, um, like the ghost, the ghost that there's ghost. I don't want to like give it away, but um, I was just really, really impressed. And um, you know, everyone, everyone's acting was amazing, and so all of that, all of the costuming and the makeup and hair and the performances, and then all the effects. Like I was just, I was. Totally impressed. Yeah, I was bored. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Sydney, uh, are, are those your actual braces in the movie? That is my retainer from middle uh-huh. school. Okay. Mm-hmm. It did not fit. Uh-huh. <laughs> so we made it work. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, didn't you start getting like a blister on your uh, Yeah, because the... On the... Yeah, on the roof of my mouth. Yeah, because the mold. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. my thirteen-year-old mouth, not my twenty-six-year-old mouth. So, right. yeah, it's it quite different. But it was fine. We worked through it. Yeah. Well, and why it did you me st- to yeah, what- uh, get it fit? Because I haven't been wearing it. If I'd been wearing it, I would have known that this would be a problem. <laughs> very, very true. I just wonder why you still had it. Yeah, I, I don't know because I clearly <laughs> don't wear it. But I did get it refit. So it was a learning moment. All right, fair enough. Uh, let's see, and and uh, fabulous uh, Lawrence uh, Sickum and uh, uh, Sickman, sorry. And, uh, Sickman, yeah, it's fine. I get yeah. that a lot. <laughs> That's so good. It's uh, and uh, not Nam and and uh, and Carolyn. Uh, since you guys did so much stuff uh, with the green screen, or all of your stuff was green screen, what did you think when you saw the finished uh, film, finished movie? Oh my god! I thought I looked like a badass. Well, we all look like badasses. Uh-huh. I was like amazing. Yeah, it was great. I I couldn't stop laughing. It was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it was like all my wild fantasies came true. <laughs> then, uh, how about Sickman? What did you think? Um, actually, I'm I'm very. I don't. <laughs> you haven't seen it I haven't, yet. I haven't. I haven't seen it because uh, I'm um, okay. I'm bit, I'm a bit strange. Um, I don't and I don't enjoy watching myself. Okay. So I can understand whatever that. the movie whatever the movie I have done. I just I don't know. I guess it's just it just I've been doing that. Um, I mean I would watch trailers, but a lot of times I don't make an effort to 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 watch myself. Mm-hmm. And, but I'm gonna go to the um, there's a the film festival that's close to. Atlanta, that's down in uh, up in Chattanooga. But yeah, I, I don't I don't usually like to watch myself. If I finish a project, I just I just I just move on from it. I know so it sounds strange. I'm a little bit 
No, I understand. <laughs> but uh, for anyone in the future who does uh, have you in a, in a movie, they now they know they could just edit you however they want to because you're never going to watch it. Um. Yeah. I mean that that just means that just means I really have to do a good job on set. I mean, yeah. So you know. Uh, so I was, yeah, but... I was just kidding, but yeah. Uh, uh, K- Caroline and Jessica Dam, uh, were, were you both into uh, into like um, anime or, or those kind of TV shows? Um, yeah. Um, oh, go ahead, Caroline. Oh, uh, y- yeah. I mean, growing up, I didn't know about any of it until I had um, someone kept calling me Sailor Mars. And I was like, the fuck does that mean? <laughs> Sailor Mars. Uh-huh. I Googled it and I was like, oh. And then so then I started watching Sailor Moon, like the cartoon series. I was like, oh, okay, this is kind of cool. It's weird, but it's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it all started from that. Um, yeah, so I'd say I was a little bit of a fan. Jessica, what about you? Um, yeah, I grew up watching Sailor Moon and grew up watching different types of anime, so I was really familiar with it. <laughs> but um, this was just a whole different thing. <laughs> sure. But, but yeah, you know, it kind of uh, you know, a takeoff of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I know uh, Lawrence is 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 uh, is big into into that kind of television. Uh, oh, sorry. Uh, well, I I kind of grew up with uh, Monkey the NHK show and the water margin um <coughs> but the whole kind of um uh super sentai team um what do they call it power rangers right right uh, that was that was kind of after my time uh so, mm-hmm. uh, so yeah but uh, yeah i grew up with the uh, with uh monkey and uh in anime, the the uh, Gatchaman, which was Battle of the Planets, in the Americanized version. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Michael St. Michael's. Did you uh, uh, did you know about any type of TV shows? Well, I uh, I watched that sort of thing uh, mm-hmm. years ago when Power Rangers first started. I had a little bit part in one of those. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, and I just auditioned for this character Wally, and the room was full of people auditioning for Power Rangers. <laughs> it was weird. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, no, I like manga, uh, and uh, I usually uh, watch it on my computer. Uh, somehow, I figured out how to do that. A guy at a video store that I used to go to was really into it. He kept turning me on to these movies that were just amazing. I mean, uh, I don't know. In, in that type of thing, you can do so much more than you can in real life. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I, I just, you know, I don't know. I love comic books. <laughs> what can mm-hmm. I say? Yeah. When I grow up, it'll... Yeah, I'll get over it. <laughs> nah, that's never going to happen. Yeah, I'm beginning to think you may be right. <laughs> we must grow old, but we don't have to grow up. There you go, Troy. Uh, yes, buddy. <laughs> uh, how about uh, tomorrow, tomorrow I'm going to be uh, 
uh, Nurse Hatchet in a parody of uh, What Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Oh, really? Yeah. That sounds good. That That'll sounds be... interesting. Well, it's a music video. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, I like it. Yeah, I do too. I, I'm just amazed they brought me out to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. You're, you're amazing. You're amazing. So, uh, how, how about Allison? Uh, there, were you into Power Rangers or anything like that? Oh, yes. I grew up watching Power Rangers and Sailor Moon on Toonami, which is um, an adult swim. Well, now it's on adult swim, but it was like this special. Um, it came on right after I got out of school growing up in Georgia. And then I was actually the president of Anime Club in high school for one year. Oh, oh. Uh, And I was into manga, um, and I still am. Like, I think that manga and anime, they, you know, like Michael was saying, they can do a lot more in that format. And I think that you get a lot of good extremes of horror, like Junji Ito's mangas and fantasy and sci-fi that would be you know, cost prohibitive or a lot more difficult to convey with live action stuff. And it's its own, you know, art form in and of itself. So, yes, I'm overly familiar. <laughs> and I love it. Yeah. Uh, how about Jessica Ship? Yeah, same with me. Um, I watched Power Rangers after school and um, Sailor Moon, I think, came on really early. I think I remember watching that like 6.30 in the morning. And then um, also Samurai Jack. I don't know if that's yeah. considered, uh, I guess, silent uh, anime. Yeah, it's really <laughs> cool. Like the, um, the, I really just liked how it was. I think I was drawn to it because I liked the way it looked. Um, and I'm also into manga. I read uh, Uzumaki, um, like the spiral and I really love that. <laughs> just the like absurdity and how far they can take things, and like um, it's just really interesting to me. Mm-hmm. In uh, Sydney, yeah, um, I watch really only Sailor Moon, uh-huh. but quite religiously. Like I think I've seen every single episode from at least the first season. And I still have it on my laptop, but it's funny because now it's a lot harder to it's a lot harder to get through. Mm-hmm. Like I have to listen to the English version because now when I watch the original version with the English subtitles, it's very disorienting for some reason. Because <laughs> I think that they they didn't show the Japanese version; they showed the English version when I was watching it. Yeah, and, uh, uh, Mr. Doom, uh, were you into those shows? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm actually, um, I'm, I'm always into um, Japanese animes or just because I, I, I grew up in Hong Kong, you know, they always have, um, and I used to own Japanese restaurants, so I got a lot of Japanese friends that, that, um, you know, I speak a little bit Japanese, but not mm-hmm. well. Uh, yeah, I watch a lot of Japanese um, mangas. You know, I can't even. I mean, I watch so many. I don't really have a um, sort of like a fa- uh, favorite, but. Uh, you know, well, recently, I mean, I think the last one I watched was, um, uh, I guess, I'm sure you all know Death Note. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah so, um, yeah, that was a really good one. Um, but now I'm at the point now, I'm, <laughs> yeah, um, it just, I really don't have time to sit down and watch stuff anymore. Life gets so busy. I have a son mm-hmm. that's, um, <laughs> he's about to turn down, turn six. So, um, yeah, just, um, you know, spend a lot of time with him trying mm-hmm. to, trying to, but, you know, I just got a lot of stuff on the, um, on the plate. But yeah, definitely. Yeah, when I was younger, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm I always get, you know, I'm a nerd with uh, Japanese manga and all that. Mm-hmm. So, Did you see the live action Death Note that was on Netflix? Yeah, I mean, I think <laughs> um, it's definitely not as good as the um, the original series. You know, it's just it's 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 different. Um, I think they also, you know, make it. You know it. I don't know. You can't. It's hard. I think you really have to have a, um, you know, it, it's very difficult because the the acting for a, to to portray someone that's on a, in a you know in a comic book, the it's difficult. You know, it's very the the moments are so significant on all the because remember you know when you when you're dealing with manga you you can freeze it i mean everything is so significant and silent it's it's hard to act that way it has it has if you if you put it in the, you know if you use actors to do something that's uh manga it's it has to portray a different way i think mm-hmm. the you know but most most actors can it just the the charisma is not there in my honest opinion mm-hmm. so <laughs> if if the charisma charisma isn't there an actor it's hard to just sell it, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I mean, you know, you know, they, you know, at least, you know, they try. So, <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> now I know some of you had worked before with uh, Brian Lenano, and um, so, so, uh, what did you guys think of uh, working with him on this movie? Even if it was the first time, or you know, if you worked with him before or not? <clears throat> well, I, I know we've I a lot of amazing to work with i mean he uh-huh. uh he sent me into the studio i talked to him on the phone uh and uh did my thing and uh i really want to meet the guy <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and hopefully uh, we get to do something together again sometime mm-hmm. uh, anyone else have anything to say about brian um, I'll say that Brian is super awesome and um, he really takes his time to get to know the actors and crew and, and everyone that he works with. Um, he was just such a joy to work with and he I feel like he's like an actor's director. Um, mm-hmm. He's just he's so kind and he's so patient. Uh, I mean it was fun. I think when you do your thing, and you you look back and he's laughing. It's always a good sign. So, uh-huh. uh, I I mean I enjoyed. I thought it was a privilege and honor to work with him. I think what's also great about Brian as director is that he isn't afraid to try things on the spot. So like if you know one of us had an idea that maybe was different from his original idea of maybe how to say a line or something like that, he'd be willing to try it. And yeah. that's nice. You know, 
Um, because he, while he does know exactly what he wants in terms of shots and things, he's not so locked in that he's, you know, not able to even fathom anything else. So that's yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I would just like to reiterate that uh, he is the great balance of having a very, very clear vision and being a very clear communicator if he wants something done slightly differently, but then also willing to collaborate with the performers as we're going. And he's also just very, very pleasant. He cares so much about everyone's welfare. Mm-hmm. And having worked with him previously, uh, it was like everything every direction every decision he made and it really was like i, I think that's one of my favorite directors that i've ever had the pleasure of working with oh very cool uh, anyone have any dirt on him no i'm just kidding <laughs> 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 uh, and, uh, how about jill six uh um did what was well, Jill Six there, obviously, but uh, had had any of you guys uh, worked with Jill before? And what did you think of her? I haven't, but I'd like to work with her again. Jill, are you listening? I want to work with you. <laughs> she is listening. She is listening. <laughs> Jill's awesome. She's really cool. Yeah, Jill's amazing. I worked with Jill on um, Frankenstein Shaded Bikers, and that's where we first met. And we became really, really close and kept in touch. And it was really wonderful to work with her in another capacity. And again, it was a wonderful experience. And she's she's a great collaborator. And um, yeah, she's she's wonderful. Love working Mm -hmm. with her. Lawrence, do you have something to say about Jill? Oh, no, uh, she's great. Uh, Obviously, you know, I did Call Girl and then uh, Pregnant Snow Grace Bikers too. So, so it's it's great to get a call from her about this. Yeah, yeah. But well, she had we had her on last week. Both her, well, all everyone was very uh, passionate about the uh, about BFF girls, and I think that comes through. It seems like everyone's having a good time. Yeah, I'm really bummed that yeah, I didn't I think, get um, to uh, uh, do uh, this thing from home because I I built a BFF thing behind me. <laughs> I would have been talking to you <laughs> because I mean, you know, it's a great little poster. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's very nice. <laughs> All right, and, like, um, everyone that was involved was in one hundred percent as soon as they got involved. <laughs> it was really small on set and. and mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Th- I don't think it would work if everyone wasn't. True. You oh, especially in this. Dope to be a part of it. It's, I mean, everyone's awesome. Mm-hmm. Like I mentioned last week, I think some of the, the gross-out stuff, if everyone didn't seem like they were having a good time, uh, would come off much different. Well, it's still you know gross stuff. There's still a lot of uh, charm in, in the movie, and, and it's still fun. So it's up. Uh, so. Yeah, it's playing this Saturday at the Boston Underground Film Festival. Uh, Saturday at 4 p.m. It's part of uh, the comedy horror uh, comedy block. Uh, I'll be there. I don't know if any. I don't think anyone here in the line will be in attendance. I don't think they're in the area, but uh, I'll be there, which I'm looking forward. I've already seen it, but it's like it'd be cool to see it on the big screen. And uh, um, it's been uh, great to talk to all of you. And I know it's, it's kind of weird having so many people on the line, 
and trying to get everyone to have uh, some say. But if uh, let's see, we'll, we'll go through everyone. If you uh, either if you have a story or you want to say where people can uh, can follow you and what you're up to next, uh, Allison. Hey, so I am on Facebook. I'm on Instagram as all is not on, and um, I think that girls is my next chapter that is premiering. Um, and like you said, it's going to be and yeah, thank you guys so much. And this was a wonderful experience. And BFF Girls is going to blow your mind. It is. It's excellent. I love it. Thank you, Allison. Uh, Jessica Ship. I'm on um, Facebook and Instagram. Instagram, I'm the sweet and the sour. And um, I'm currently helping my boyfriend open an independent movie theater here in Knoxville. So. Oh, awesome. That's been fun. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's great. People can come out and support it. Thank you. And it is, cool. yeah, this has been awesome. Cool. Thank you. Uh, Jessica Nam. Um, I'm on Instagram. You can follow me at Jessica W. Nam. Um, I'm on IMDb, Facebook. Um, if you haven't seen it, go see Black Panther. I did stunts in that. I'm a stunt performer normally. So. Oh, really? That's really um, wild. Yeah. So I did that. And I think uh, a movie for Tyler Perry is coming out. Uh, I think it's called Acrimony that we shot years ago. Um, that coming out in March or not March now, April, I think. <laughs> um, but yeah, follow me on Instagram and I'm, um, yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Uh, Sydney. Yeah, I am on Facebook and on Instagram. Instagram is selective underscore enrollment for reasons that I don't know. And, um, yeah, I just finished a five-month uh, project. I was working in post, not acting. So I'm on vacation. I'm not doing anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, very good. <laughs> well, have a good time. <laughs> thank you. You're very welcome. Uh, Carol Ann. Hey. Um, well, thank you to Brian and Jill and Tonya for making me look amazing and Sam and Tori for writing the script. Um, I'm on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter under Carol Ann Utley. And um, I think there's a Geico commercial floating around out there. (laughs) 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 And um, I think there's some March Madness commercials, Capital One that I'm in. But um, other than that, um, I, I really have to say kudos to Brian and Tori for writing a script that is very uh, female dominant and uh, very diverse. So I think they are amazing. Mm-hmm. That's a good point that it, it's a diverse, but uh, it doesn't like hit you over the head with it. It's just, it, it just happens to be, you know what I mean? Yeah. Which, that's the way it should be. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lauren Sickman. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just think, I didn't get a chance to, I just think Jill and um, Brian, um, Brian is uh, he's a good director. He really actually, knows what he wants and he can explain and communicate really well. And Jill, uh, she's very organized. I mean, it was, um, you know, uh, there's a lot of stuff going on, especially with this type of, uh, film set. Um, they did a great job. And as for some, um, for me, um, I, I do acting then I'm most of the time, you know, I, I'm, I'm writing, a, I'm, try, I'm working on a book right now and I try to start a, uh, YouTube channel. For uh, really, for uh, I'm a 
I know a lot of people don't know I'm a, I'm a golf pro. I'm a golf instructor. So I'm working on a YouTube channel and a book on that. And also I, I do act, you know, I got, I got a couple commercials that's running now. Um, and then I just, you know, keep, keep grinding out. And, um, so that's, that's, that's what's going on right now. And, um, just, um, you know, I've always try to keep in touch with the film industry, especially locally in town, you know, and, and, mm -hmm. um, continue the, um, you know, wish everyone continue their success. Mm -hmm. Very cool. And by the way, do you ever dress up as Fabuloso Doom? Uh, since the, <laughs> since, since, since the um, I would like to, I would like uh -huh. to, but I guess, you know, because I'm on yet, um, she's got all the um, costume. Yeah. All right. <laughs> but it was definitely, it was definitely a lot of work to put it on, but you know, she's got the patient and you know, she knows what she's doing. So yeah, it was definitely fun. It was, it was actually, you know, even though it was a lot of stuff going on, but it was painless. Um, mm -hmm. But it, you know, it, it did take a, it, it took it took a lot of time when I go home. You know, when I, you know, I had to bait for about an hour or so <laughs> because the, uh -huh. the glue that's on my head. But it was it was it was not uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and I You're lucky. <laughs> I, well, uh, I should apologize firstly for coughing all the way through. Uh, so I apologize for that. But I, well, we have Lauren Sickman and we have Lauren Sickman. Yes, yes. <laughs> That's a, a, a flu. And actually, I get that a lot too because, um, sorry, um, I didn't, sorry? you know, my the Chinese pronunciation of my last name is Simon oh, or Seaman. So, <laughs> so it, I get that a lot. Seaman. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's actually Seaman. Sounds like Seaman. Yeah. You <laughs> Uh, um, I just like to thank, and I'd like to thank uh, Jill and Brian for getting me involved with this project. Uh, other than that, at the moment I've got uh, a record that's out uh, on, well, coming out from Cadabra Records, uh, which is a spoken word label uh, in the US. Uh, they've I've done um, a recording of Edogaro Rampo's The Human Chair, which is coming out as an LP from Cadabra. Uh, Dunches went up for pre-sales today. Um, and I've been uh, attacking the adult babies, which I think in the US is just called Adult Babies. That's a new film from Dominic Brunt. Um, it's kind of a... Uh, yeah, it's a kind of comedy horror uh, thing. So, mm -hmm. again. Uh, but... Uh, um, I, I look forward to playing the perverted cats again sometime. <laughs> Very good point. Was I? I hope to see more uh, episodes of uh, of BFF girls in the future. <coughs> and I, I know you were just in the hospital, so I, I hope uh, I hope you're feeling better, Lawrence. Thank you. Okay. You're very welcome. And uh, and uh, so Michael St. Michael's, where can people find yes, you? Yes, I am. Uh -huh. Well, let's see. Uh, right now. Uh, well, let's see. I, I don't mean like they just go and find it in the uh, parking lot or something. Uh, but okay. right now you can find me at the La Quinta Inn in uh, New Orleans. Uh, Are you going to give out your where I'm getting, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm afraid to do that one. But uh, I uh, I can be found out front smoking a lot. Uh, <laughs> 
And let's see, the Old Man Rap Syndicate uh, has two things that uh, they sampled me on. And I did a piece on Bullshit Artists. And I think I'm going to do a piece on Hootie Tootie Disco Cutie also. Mm. Uh, I'm in Corpse Tub, where I play a homeless prophet preaching on a street corner. Uh, And uh, I'm not sure... If I made the final cut in Desolute or not, uh, and I'm not sure if I sold the guy a car or got killed uh, <laughs> either because of uh, we shot. Uh-huh. The uh, common dilemma. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, and I haven't seen the final cut. So, <laughs> uh, and uh, let's see, I'm a cartoon in the background of uh, an evening with Beverly Lynn. Uh, I'm a, uh, I'm Fern, uh, Clarence's father in Clarence on the Cartoon Network. And, uh, uh, and I may be Wally (laughs) and I know I forgot something and I really shouldn't. Oh, another, uh, I'm, I, uh, I'm a guy in another, uh, I think my name is still there and, and Phil Anselmo is the guy who brought me out here to do this uh, music video with him. Uh, oh. He used to be in Patera. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, I met him. Uh, oh, let's see. I will be at Monster Palooza in uh, Pasadena, California on the, uh, I think, the, the 13th, 14th, or 15th, or maybe all three days, unless I get lucky and get a job. <laughs> fair enough which fair might enough. be Wally in uh-huh. which case I'll probably be out Death Valley uh, scavenging alright sounds good and you can find you can find uh, Michael sometimes in Lawrence over on the on the Facebook uh, group for Without Your Head uh, sometimes they're yeah and you can there. find me yeah. on you can find Michael St. Michael's on Facebook exactly. and you can find Michael Rappaport there too <laughs> yeah yeah but that guy's too political <laughs> you watch out for him. And uh, uh, Lawrence brought up about uh, one to, to reprise the role as the uh, the, the cat, which I assume in BFF girls, maybe just in his personal life. But uh, what about the BFF girls themselves? Would you like to reprise the role? Yes, absolutely, for sure. Ready <laughs> for it? Wear a short skirt. <laughs> yeah, <Yes. laughs> forever. We already. Yes. I think we've got an idea for the next one. <laughs> I think it should be episodic. Yeah, I agree. And run, awesome. and run for, you know, at least five years. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> at oh, least. A decade. I mean, we've got a decade. <laughs> yeah. Well, right. well, why limit it to five years? Go for the full decade. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> well, yeah, okay. But, I mean, you know, usually they only, they, they want you to do five for syndication. <laughs> I got you. There's I certainly you. enough female ailments to last a decade, so we'll find. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nobody else is talking about them. <laughs> and they they need to be out there too. You know, I mean, it, it's just women are beginning to get equality, but there's still such a long way to go. It's like saying racism ended in the you know with the Civil Rights Act. It's all bullshit. <laughs> Unfortunately, mm-hmm. yeah. you may. 
<laughs> what I do best, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate you all being on. It's been a lot of fun. Hey, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Great time. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye, everybody. Good night. Be good or don't get caught. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're off here. Thanks, everyone. I know it's kind of hectic with uh, so many people on, but I think it went oh well. God, but you did it. You did, did it. it. You, had, you <laughs> pulled it off. It. It's kind of amazing. <laughs> that was yeah. Yeah. If any, anything, I'm wearing my blue Crocs right now. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> well, I had a fly, and they're my flying shoes. Oh, okay. <laughs> Oh, I see. That explains it. That makes perfect sense. Yeah, and if they don't lose my luggage, I'm stuck with them, you know? <laughs> if I ever see Michael in his blue Crocs, I know he must have just flew. Hey, everybody, this is Tim Capella from the Lost Boys, and you're listening to Without Your Head, and it was a pleasure. You guys have an awesome show, and... Just one thing I got to say. Oh, I still believe. Yeah, yeah. Thanks a lot, guys. From ancient terrors to the search for modern-day conspiracies, the tomb of Nick Cage is the new sound in horror rock. Uncover the mystery of old world horror for the new world order on iTunes, Amazon, and more. we should have listened. The tomb of Nick Cage. They're coming at Mostly, they're coming at Mostly, they're coming at Mostly, they're coming at Mostly. Find out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The tomb of Nick Cage. They're coming at all right, and we're back here once again at the station of decapitation with Hot Red, and I'm still nasty Neil, and I remain terrible Troy. Mm-hmm. And a big thanks to all the guests tonight. It was it was a lot of fun. Uh, we, you know what? I've always, I'm always a little worried when we have a bunch of guests on, and it always turns out a lot of fun. It does indeed. Like I, it could have been like the recipe for disaster, but everything went perfectly. I thought. Yeah. So, uh, so anyway, thanks to Allison Mayer, Jessica Ship, Sydney Thomas, Jessica Nam, Carol Ann Utley, Lawrence uh, Sickman, Lawrence R. Harvey, and Michael St. Michaels, and a big thanks to uh, to Jill Six and to Brian Lenano. Absolutely, for, uh, setting this up, and uh, and thanks to uh, the um, the Buff Boston and the Grand Film Festival. I've got a bunch of stuff going on this weekend. I'm not only watching a movie, he's got a lot, a lot of stuff I'll be recording. That's going to be a blast, then. You're going to have a good time, I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be the first one. My first... Uh, but I have a feeling it might not be your last one, though. Mm-hmm. Two I years ago... Yeah, two years ago it was going to go, and uh, that's the, the day I got sick. It's a bad time. And then um, last year, I forget, there was something that came up. We, I couldn't go either. But uh, so this will be the first time. So I do have some scheduled interviews. I'll be interviewing Orson Oblowitz and Rosemary Hoshild uh, uh, from uh, Queen of Hollywood Boulevard. Nice. 
uh, Jessica Barnhouse and Stacey Buchanan from Something Wicked This Way Comes, which is not the old movie, but it's a new documentary. Oh, okay. What's, what's uh, it a documentary of? I think it's about Boston uh, underground uh, films. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's one I've not seen. So this one I uh, I haven't seen yet, and, but it'll be uh, playing at the uh, Sunday Sunday. Oh, very good. Uh, Jen Wexler, director of The Ranger, which I've heard a lot of good things about. Mm-hmm. And Josh Pollan, uh, the director of Mexman, which I watched last night, and that was an excellent documentary. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Very good. And also, by the way, up on the uh, on without your head here. Not only do we have we had the cast tonight. Uh, last week we had the, uh, the the creators of the BFF girls, and there's also uh, an interview. As far as I know, the only interview, the only <laughs> podcast interview, with Slava Sukerman, who's uh, the director, writer, and director of the cult uh, classic Liquid Sky. So uh, oh, wow. I really recommend checking that out. Really good stuff. Really That's really pretty awesome. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. He was going to be. Uh, he had to cancel because of the weather, but. Uh, but they showed uh, Liquid Sky last uh, last night at, at Buff. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I checked that out, and there's a bunch of few bunch of ones up there. Uh, also from Boston Grand Under Film Festival, uh, uh, Isa Lopez, who who made uh, Tigers Are Not Afraid, which I absolutely loved. Really? Oh, it's just a great movie. And this was was this something like about um, oh some kind of like animal rights thing or something like that no it's like a it's a it's about uh kids in mexico oh, okay. who, uh, lose, who lose their parents and living on the streets and they kind of use um the power creativity and also supernatural to fight um real life monsters in like, uh, like drug lords oh wow it's a really beautiful movie it's uh i loved it i just loved it it's great i'd recommend it to anybody and um it was named uh, the the favorite uh, horror movie of 2017 by Stephen King and um, and uh, the guy who made Shape of Water. What's his name? Uh, oh, Guillermo, Guillermo del, Toro. del Toro. Wow! Yeah. In fact, uh, Guillermo is um, is producing Issa's next two movies because he likes. Oh, that's awesome. So, uh, interview with her is up, which was cool. She was really pressed for time, so we're originally going to do a 20 minutes, but it goes about 40 minutes because it, it it was going so well. So check that out. Uh, Graham uh, Graham Vircher of uh, Summer of '84, which mm-hmm. uh, looks really good. It's very uh, kind of like the kind of stuff like Stranger Things and it and those kind of movies where it's a group of uh, kids in the '80s who mm-hmm. uh, you know get together. This one uh, they think there's a serial killer in the town. Oh, okay. So that was cool. Uh, just a great interview with actually one of my favorite interviews I think on the sh- on the site. Is with uh, Timmy Capello, and you know I went into it thinking like oh, this will be funny interviewing the guys things I still believe, but uh, great interview. I mean we we definitely covered that and and and, uh, and um, the Lost Boys, but we also talked about uh, you know his drug addiction in the seventies. Uh, the guy toured with Peter Gabriel. Uh, no kidding. Toured, yeah, in the right after he left Genesis in the seventies. Huh. He did uh, two albums, uh, the the first two albums with uh, Peter Gabriel, and uh, when he was a solo star, solo mm-hmm. singer, and then he toured for fifteen years with uh, Tita Turner during her comeback, you know, in the eighties and the nineties. 
Oh, I see. I do remember that. I remember yeah. seeing him on like some of those videos and stuff. Yeah, yeah. He always had the the. They would get because he was a big buff dude, so they would yeah. uh, give him the uh, the sax solo, and he just mm-hmm. uh, they're like the ones from uh, Mad Max. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some of them. And then he uh, toured with uh, Ringo Starr and the All Star Band. Oh yeah. So I mean, it's like you know three icons of, of music that he was wow. with. So that one too, we were supposed to do a half hour and it's like an hour and 40 minutes because it was, uh, it was very good. That's awesome. And then a record breaking interview when it was a uh, four, like four hours and 10 minutes or so with uh, Gary Tunnicliffe, a uh, former makeup artist, now radio director and actor, uh, who did the new Hellraiser, which is very polarizing. Some people really are just mad that this movie exists. And then there's people like me who thought it was very good. People got to get over it. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely people like if you just didn't don't like it, that's totally fine. But there are people who just don't want to like it, don't even want to watch it. Just oh right, it's like Bradley, and you know I understand, but uh, I mean it's either that or they just don't make them. Yep, yep. I liked it. I thought they did some different stuff with it. Well, because he, really he's a guy, you know, ton of clip. You could tell he was passionate about it. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And uh, he answered some stuff like, uh, I mean, he goes way into depth and stuff, but um, the studios just, they don't want a lot of sex in the, in the, which is weird to me. And he would like, he would like, cause you know, the original ones are, you know, there's a lot of sex involved. It's kind of the whole point of the Cenobites, but uh, the studio doesn't, they, they want to shy away from that. So oh, he no just kidding. can't, he just can't have it in the movie. So it's not like he doesn't want to, mm-hmm. it's, you know, he's not allowed to. Oh, is that part of the pushback of people? Yeah, I get. Yeah, well, they say that it's not like a Hellraiser movie, and the, I, the thing is, it's. I mean, you can't just. I mean, you could, but you you want to do something different, I think, as opposed oh, to yeah. just you know nonstop movies about a guy, someone summoning him with a box, and they come and do whatever. And so it is a different take on what the Cenobites are doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and this one, it's not really, they're not summoned at all. It's more about punishment. Mm-hmm. And, um, to me, it's almost just like, this is something else that pinhead does. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. You know, uh, when he's just sitting around in hell and no one's summoning him, mm-hmm. he also, you know, helps in, in the punishing of, uh, of people who are damned to hell. He's multitasking, huh? Exactly. exactly. And there's all new characters in this that aren't Cenobites. Is mm-hmm. the auditor, and there's like the judge, uh, the 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 assessor, I believe he's called, the assessor, and uh, and like the jury. Oh, and they're not Cenobites. No, no. Okay. They're they're you know like uh, kind of like if you're going to hell, you you tell all your sins. Okay, and they're, they're just they're, like damn souls or something. Right. Yeah, they're like you know workers of hell, the middle management yep. of hell. But, uh, I liked it. I liked it. I thought it was it was unique. It was there's a different take on it. Mm-hmm. So I, I was good with it. But anyway, the interview's up there. I think even if you don't like the movie, I think you you should like the interview. It's very all kind. It goes in depth, all kinds of topics. And he's a cool guy too. I, I like him a lot. Yeah, I do too. righty. So, uh, so yeah, that's up there. So uh, let's see what else. We're not going to stay too late because I do have to get up tomorrow and go to uh, to the buff. Head up to the buff. Get a pack of little bags. To the buff. Yeah. A few things I want to bring up though is uh, Boar 
Troy, you got to watch this trailer. It's a it's a movie about a big giant killer pig. Okay, you I think, love eh, a what? big giant killer pig. Though. Yeah, the pig looks awesome. Looks it's great, and you know who's in it? Tell me, Mr. Bill Mosley. Nice man with bacon duct tape on his suitcase. So exactly. So that's that's a good guy to be fighting a boar. Yep. Yeah, he's got to so. refill the, the the bacon duct tape. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that stuff just doesn't make it itself, you know. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so this, that, that looked good. I definitely would uh, recommend checking that out. It's the 32nd anniversary of Chopping Mall. Oh, no way. Yeah, which I always loved. It's weird. Wow, it's, yeah. I love the name, even though there really isn't chopping in it. <laughs> it's very 80s. Oh, it's so very 80s, yeah. It's just like really like, you know, it's a mall and it's robots. And, and the music in it, the clothes oh, yeah, and everything. Yeah. yeah, it's a super easy. And so um, what's weird about this is, and Nicholas Hunt brings this up, he's asked the news about the upcoming Chopping Mall remake and the controversy because they're going to remake it, but instead of robots, it's going to be killer mannequins. Oh, so but it's like, why not just make a different movie? I know that's true because I think Killer Mannequin should have a shot. I like it. Uh, now this is this is my idea. If you were going to do this, okay, right? Okay. You have to update it for for the time. Malls yep. are not what they used to be in the eighties. <laughs> true, very true. So if chopping mall people are listening, give me the credit for this idea. I know what. What is still popular in malls is old folks who do or mall walkers. In <laughs> true, that's very true. So, how about a movie, but instead of teenagers in the mall, because that's really not a thing anymore, why not a group of old folks who get caught in the morning, locked in the mall, and have to fight these killer mannequins? Yeah, a bunch of old walkers. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it's, I mean, we've seen we see all these horror movies with with teenagers in it. Yep. Let's see it. Let's see a horror movie with a group of old folks. I like it because it's yeah. probably more likely to happen because mm-hmm. if you get like a group of teenagers together, they're probably all just going to be sitting on their phones for the duration of the movie. Yeah, exactly. That's another thing. Everyone's got a phone now. They can just call out and get help. But old folks, maybe they don't have a phone. No. Get some old, like, uh, some veteran uh, horror people like Clue Gulliger. He could be a mall walker. He could be, like, the head of them. Yep. he's still pretty badass. Yep. Now, this would be a movie. I'd watch it. Yeah. So get on this. This is, this is my idea. Mall walkers. Fight. They could be robots or mannequins, whatever they want to do. But it's the, it's the old folks. Old folks walk uh, mall walkers in the morning fighting, you know, killer whatever. They fight everything. Sure, they just bring whatever. it on and they'll fight it. Exactly. Exactly. Especially if they got Clue Gulliger with them. Exactly. Clue, Clue. I think this is this is a starring role for Clue. Yep. yep. Like the, he's just the main start of a new career for him. I agree. People the, just like write in ideas about like who they want to see Clue and a bunch of old people beat the shit out of. I know. Yeah, this would be sweet. I'll, yep. I'll think of some other names, but Clue's definitely up there. Oh, yeah. Oh, I love it. Treo, maybe? Mm, yeah. 
Is he old enough to be a mall walker? I think he is. You know, like he's yeah. he's in nasty shape and everything, but I think I think he actually is. Yeah, yeah. How about the uh the guy from the Phantasm movies? I know the tall man's best way, but the guy Reggie. Oh yeah, Reggie Bannister. He'd be perfect too. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, probably Sid a eight. lot of these guys. Sid would be there. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm liking this idea, Neil. Yeah. Let's see, uh, Dean Knowles says everyone knows that Bill and Ted movies are the greatest masterpieces in film set history. Why Who is that? This? Dean Dean Knowles. Oh. I'm is glad he the, knows it anyway. Is it the performance, storylines, the cinematography, the music? What made every ingredient so perfect? So he's saying this is like the Citizen Kane of... Uh, of just all films. Of all films. All right. The Citizen Kane of movies. It happens <laughs> not to be Citizen Kane. It happens to be Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. Who knew? I didn't know this. I will say it's the only movie where uh, the main guy, you know, being like adult, like Fitz, yeah, it's probably the the best role that he's you know he's been in because he can just be a dumbass and it works. But yeah, I, I don't share the, the the love of Bill and Ted movies. No, nor do I. I. I think it's not a particularly good movie. I'm sorry to say. Yeah, uh, Jason Minton, who just hit 300 uh, reviews, a big round of applause from Mr. Nice. Head, That's awesome. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. Thoughts on this week's theatrical horror release, Unsane? Uh, I think it looks very good. I saw the trailer earlier. I do, too. I, I think that one looks good. I think there's a few of them uh, coming up. I, I don't know how soon, but that I'm, I'm definitely interested in. The one um, with the silence, I think that one looks really yeah, good. Yeah, I think that looks good, too. Don't make I forget sound. what. Yeah, yep. Something like that. Yeah, I thought that looks very good too. I remember seeing the big trailer at the theater. I think it looked very good. Uh, Jason Minton also wants to know thoughts on Death House still fighting for a theatrical release. Uh, I have two thoughts on this. I mean, I think it's great to try to get in as many theaters as you want, but I do think when you keep postponing the release date, it really takes away a lot of the momentum because people were looking forward to it mm-hmm. when they knew it was a certain date. And then that date got moved back, and I, I don't know. I think that that kind of hurt because I agree. People start to forget after a while. It's kind of what happened to I think a couple of like the Rob Zombie flicks too. Where yeah, so. if you postpone it too much, and you know, it it does it'll hurt it in the long run. I I think because mm-hmm. yeah, I think this already has. I don't. Like I still want to see, but I don't think there's that that quite buzz there anymore. That they, no, because the people are doing all these interviews, and, it was, and then it was just date, and then it just and it just you know didn't do it. Um, it's too bad because I would like to see it. And I I know their their reasoning was the Black Panther is so big, but I mean, there's always going to be a big movie out there. I know you can't wait forever just because there are big movies coming out. Yeah, and as much as nothing gets Death House, it's not going to be Black Panther. No, but I think it has its own, you know, its own audience that's going to go see it. Oh, absolutely. I think like uh, being against something like that might actually help it more so because you'll yeah, get some people right that won't see the Panther regardless. Mm-hmm. And if you have like an alternative, like, well, I don't want to really see, you know, like a, 
a romantic comedy, mm-hmm. but I've seen the Panther four times. I don't really need to see it again. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. what are my other choices? And right now, not really a lot of choices. Mm-hmm. I agree. Uh, Dean Knowles says, it's no secret that Beetlejuice is the most supreme masterpiece in movie history. This is apparently it's the it's the Bill and Ted of uh, four movies. Oh, okay, uh, I didn't know this. With gossip spreading over the last two decades of a sequel being in the works, where would you like to see these characters today? Which direction would the ghost with the most take? Hmm. See, it was my understanding because I haven't seen the movie in a long time. That that wasn't Winona Ryder a ghost at the end. Um, well, she's playing with the ghosts. Mm. I don't think so. I think she was just weird. She was just oh, okay. a weird teenager. Oh, and that's right. why she could see him before the rest of them and stuff. Mm-hmm. I believe. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. It's been a while since. No, I've... I think you're right now that I think about it. You know, what? I think the... I think we'd have to both revisit it and think of where we'd like to. Because I'm not I'm not. I always liked the movie, but I just me haven't too. Seen it so long. That's that's one of the uh, uh, one of the movies pre Vulture that uh, I really liked. Who plays Beetlejuice? Um, Mr. Dangerously. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton. Yeah, because I'm I've never really been the world's biggest Michael Keaton fan. Mm-hmm. But I did like him in that. I, I do enjoy Beetlejuice. Yeah, like I, I like it a lot. I haven't seen it for a long time, so I'll, I'll, we'll revisit it and then we'll think of where these these people would go in the future. I think right. Beetlejuice would just still be Beetlejuice. Oh yeah, I don't think he could really change whether he yeah. wanted to or not. Uh, Nicholas Hunt also wants to know. It may be controversial, but everyone has a voice. So, what about the Eric England situation? The thing is, I don't know a lot about it uh, besides what I've read online, which is probably what most people have read. And he's been accused of uh, of sexual assault on his uh, on this coast. I think it was the star of the movie and his girlfriend at the time. And and who is he, Neil? Uh, he directed um, a movie here. Uh, I forget the name of it. Well, let me get it. Mm. He directed Contracted. Okay, I'm completely ignorant to this one. Yeah, so really, I just know what what's out there, and obviously, if uh, I, it's it's accused of very bad things, you know, like beat yeah. or like I think like threatened with a knife and such. Obviously, if if uh, if this is all true, it's uh, awful. Oh yeah, then he's a horrible person then. Yeah, but again, I only know what uh, everyone else knows. But Which a good is question, more than though. me. Right. Uh, George Russian wants to know uh, what are the playing. What? Oh, this is a wrestling question. Uh, what are they playing at with uh, Ziggler, Dolph Ziggler, and SmackDown? <coughs> I don't know. I, I think the ship has sailed on um, Dolph Ziggler many years yeah, ago. Yeah, the last I saw, like, he was, there was a big buzz because he was coming back, and that lasted like a week. Uh huh. So yeah, Ziggler. Wow. Mm-hmm. Now, have you seen this? The uh, the trailer for Cobra Kai. 
Uh-uh. And I have to say, I'm not a Karate Kid fan. I've never been a Karate Kid fan. But I watch. So they're bringing back. They're bringing back the Karate Kid. Ralph Ralph Macchio's in it. In in like his villain from from the first movie where he, he like beat the bully that he beats up. Oh Cobra yeah, Kai. yeah. Or I got I, I maybe the group's Cobra Kai. But anyway, so it's 32 years later, and now he's like a a guy like teaching karate. And, he's uh, Miyagi now. Uh, yeah, but he's kind of like a drunk or whatever. Awesome. And That's it, perfect. And it, and then Ralph Macchio almost looks like the bully in this. Because they're like, hey, hey, aren't you the guy that, you know, uh, whatever, Karate Kid, you know, now Karate Man, kicked in the face. And, and then the guy's like, yeah, I kind of did kick you in the face. And it's it's kind of like role reversals. Like, now he's the guy that gets bullied and picked on because he got beat up by the Karate Kid 32 years ago. Oh, man. I don't know. That, that might it even. It looks very good, I'll have to admit. Yeah, that sounds like kind of an interesting take. I, I really like the trailer. It's kind of like, um, did you hear? Um, see, I didn't realize that the the um, the villain in uh, in the Black Panther, Killmonger, uh, Michael B. Jordan. I didn't know that he was in um, Oh Creed. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't he know plays either. Apollo Creed's son. Mm-hmm. I never saw Creed. I didn't either. I heard good things about. Yeah, him. I heard. Yeah, nothing but good things, honestly. And he, uh, I guess they're making a sequel of that. Right. Yeah, and it's got the Russian. Yeah. So they have, you know, they pulled out Dolph Lundgren, and now <laughs> it's going to be them out. <laughs> His out poor man. Lundgren's son. Well, mm-hmm. Ivan Drago's son yeah. is going to fight like Creed's kid. And uh, I don't know, like, it didn't really sound that interesting. But then when I saw, I haven't seen a trailer, but just like still photos. And it's hard to judge from that. But I, I don't know. I might be willing to give that one a shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and this is a this is a I believe it's the first series coming to YouTube Red, which is like the the pay site for YouTube where you don't get advertisements. Oh, no kidding! Yeah, so I don't know how much YouTube Red is, but the, uh, it's cool that these sites have these shows because a lot of the Netflix shows I love and the stuff. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of ones on uh, Amazon I really like, and there's yep. stuff coming to Hulu, and it's just neat that there's like the another place for re- the original uh, programming to be. Oh, I think it's awesome. Yeah. And then original and um, on Amazon, I have found some things that I have not seen in like, oh, God, decades. Like on Amazon, uh, on Amazon Prime, they have the animated Star Trek series. Oh, nice. Which I loved as a kid, but it only Mm -hmm. lasted like a season and a half. And going back and rewatching it, you'll know why, because it is way too advanced for Saturday morning kids. Mm-hmm. The stories are like half an hour versions of like the original Star Trek show. Mm-hmm. And it's so strange to me because do you know who the one member of the original crew that didn't sign on to do this? Because, you know, Nimoy, Shatner and almost all the guys came back for this animated show. They're, they're their own voices, which is great. Mm-hmm. 
But do you know who the one person no. was? Walter Koenig. <laughs> really? Yeah. And it's like, what else did you have to do, buddy? Yeah, really? I don't think he's ever he's ever done anything. <laughs> no. So I don't know if that was the best career choice for him. No, probably not. <laughs> I just thought that was funny. Yeah. And it, it's great to revisit the show. Like, they have a lot of uh, cool stuff that I hadn't seen in a million years on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just I really like to check that out. Yeah, um, you'd really like it, I think. Yeah, some people are mad about this, but I'm looking forward to it. I know the last one was really crap, but uh, they're doing a new Indiana Jones movie. Oh yeah, well, if it goes in classic Indiana Jones tradition, I this agree. one will be great. Mm-hmm. All the odd numbers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The opposite of uh, the opposite of. Uh, of the Star Trek original series yeah. ones. Yep. Yeah. No offense to anybody out there, but w- w- if you tell me that your favorite uh, Indiana Jones movie is The Temple of Doom, I just quest- just question you. Oh, yeah. Question or if taste, you say The Crystal Skull. Well, yeah, well, if you say that, you just... <laughs> then you just hang up on somebody. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Bruce Campbell saying that we would likely have seen The Last of Ash if, if it gets canceled. Oh, no. Yeah, I hope it doesn't yeah. get canceled. Then yeah, that's, they that's said the problem times. is so many people uh, pirate it. Oh no, kidding! Because mm-hmm. have have you been watching the new season? No, I because I, season three isn't on Netflix, so I've only seen oh. the first two seasons. All right, because uh, this new season's just so crazy. I've been loving it. Yeah, I watched the first two seasons recently. Oh, okay. the last season was season three, right? I think so. I'm. I think I, this is season three. <laughs> maybe it was. Maybe maybe last season was season three. I, I just yeah, I think so. I think so. So I haven't seen that one yet. So I hated to watch it. Right, anyway, right. Don't watch them out of order. Yeah, but I, I love the show. I think it's amazing. Mm. I think I think uh, this season, like it's it's Pablo season. He's the man. Mm-hmm. I always like him anyway, so that's cool. Yeah. So uh, three. Don't forget three hundred reviews. Go over to withoutyourhead.com and click on the watching movies link. And also, uh, listen to all these uh, these interviews that are up there, and subscribe in iTunes and or Google Play. Yes. Do it. I well, was amazed to see that uh, that not only Jason had like those crazy numbers. But then you posted um, a list of that we were knocking on the door of how many shows? 400. Yeah. 400. Night's 393. So we have uh, seven or seven uh, shows away from 400. That blows my mind. Yeah. I'll have to work on a try to get a cool guest for the 400. Yeah, They're all Pablo. cool. Guests, that would be cool. I wonder if that you might do it. would be a good guest. Try. Wouldn't hurt to ask. I don't think you'll attack me if I ask. <laughs> I hope not. No. Get the Cantarian <laughs> dagger and man. Exactly. It. Uh, <clears throat> all right. Well, like I said, I don't want to stay here too late because uh, I got a lot. Of, I got to get up early and everything, but I had a great time. Oh, it was, it was fantastic. Uh, mm-hmm. Jam packed. We had eight guests, which was just insane. It was insane. But it worked. 
It definitely yeah, worked. It worked. And I do have one. I do want to close on this, Troy. Okay. Now, you know, uh, St. Patrick's Day's over. Yep. Every every year, St. Patrick's Day, all horror fans are just all showing all this stuff about Leprechaun. Can we just admit that lep- no Leprechaun movie is classic? This is not a classic ser- uh, franchise of horror movies. No. Just because there's more than one and they're old does not make them classic. I couldn't agree more. I mean, like, I love Warwick Davis. I do, too. You know, the costume's good. He's good. And that's as far as that series goes. Yeah. Very, very poor. You know, it's like the the best-looking villain in such a a shit franchise. Yeah. I always thought he deserved, like, one good one. Yeah, because I think the the best people are trying to tell me the first one's good. But I think it, it might be the worst. I the first one uh, really sucks. Yeah. Yeah, it's a very bad movie. I think I always thought probably the, the one where he goes to uh to the hood is the best. And I mean it's not great or nothing, but yeah. I think the second one with him in the hood is better than the first, but really it's I, I not very it. good either. Yeah, I really don't want to. Yeah, <laughs> none of them are I, very good. I went to see the first one in the theater when I, I was like a teenager. And I thought this movie just stinks. <laughs> and then, and then it was last year, the year before, they were showing it for midnight for St. Patrick's Day, and like, well, that's fun. Let's go. We'll go see this. And I'm sitting there watching it, and I'm just like, I just want to leave. This movie's just the pits. Yep. It's just Gotta so bad. Marathon on the Sci-Fi Channel, and yeah, we watch bits and pieces, so it's not one that like. You know, hey, I can go back after X amount of time and I'll really enjoy it. It was probably worse now than when I originally watched them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just not good movies. Mm-hmm. And I want to like them. I really do. I, I like, you know, I, I like dwarves and leprechauns and I like Warwick Davis. But it's just not a good movie. None of them are. No, it's, it's the pits. Pits, I say. So, <laughs> so, just stop telling me this is classic. If you like it, I'm not going to tell anyone they can't like what they like. You like whatever. You oh like. Yeah, yeah. But don't yeah. tell me it's good. It's not a classic. No. It's just, it's just it happened. There's yeah, more than you can't one of make them. it something that it isn't. Right. Not everything that's ever happened is is classic. True. That is a problem on the internet. Everyone's, hey, do you remember? You know this. Like, yeah, I remember it, but big freaking deal. It just happened once in my life. It doesn't mean it was great. Not everything that's ever happened in my lifetime is wonderful. (laughs) That's true. That's true. And and you're right. And it's like, and there's no kinship to be made by being uh, a reasonably the same age as somebody and saying, hey, man, you know, do you remember yada yada cereal? it's like, well, yeah, you're within five years my age group, so sure, I remember that. Well, that makes us bosom buddies. Because right. it doesn't. It's like, no, I ate that cereal. Millions of kids ate that cereal. So right. move on. It also and the same doesn't thing mean applies to this. I'm sorry, uh, same thing applies to the leprechaun, you know? Exactly. Just because it happened doesn't mean it's great. And also... 
just because you you know you can see these memes and they're like if you remember this yep your childhood is awesome you remember light bright your childhood was awesome no it, it doesn't mean anything what if you were molested <laughs> Yeah. What, what if your parents died when you were a little kid? You still remember light, right? Doesn't mean you had an awesome childhood. Yeah, it remembers. It just means that you're between the ages of thirty-eight and fifty-five. That's all that it's like, means. Like, yeah, I remember light, right? But I also remember, you know, Uncle Billy, you know, <laughs> cornholing me in the <laughs> in the closet. So yeah. no, my childhood wasn't great. It doesn't mean <laughs> anything. The child, uh, a life right does not overcome, you know, a drunken, you know, uncle molesting you. Yep, yep, or an abusive mom or whatever it right. may be. I was hit by a bus. <laughs> I've been paralyzed well, since, I was, yeah, yeah. since I was like eight years old. Okay. Thanks for bringing up that memory. I was mauled by a pit bull. Yeah. Man, do I remember that life right? <laughs> that makes it all worthwhile. Mm hmm. So just, just stop. Yeah, stop with that. I I, I agree. That's uh, that's a trend. Um, that's come and gone. It's overstayed its welcome. Actually, you're right. You're right. Yes, I remember. I remember New Coke. I remember the crystal. Then they just bring stuff back. Crystal Pepsi was a failure. Then they bring it back, and everybody's like, "Yes, finally, Crystal Pepsi's back." I'm like, well, no one was wanting it back. <laughs> they gonna bring back the New Coke. Probably. That was like the worst shit ever. And yeah, like, you were Coke. Yeah. It's like, wow, no, we wanted the old Coke back. This shit was yeah, so bad. Yeah, I remember this. My childhood was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I'm in total agreement on that one. I just, that annoys the hell out of me. All that kind of shit. Huh? So just uh, stop. Stop with that nonsense. <laughs> Exactly. We can all agree, Leprechaun, none of them are worth a damn. And just because you're between a certain age group doesn't mean that I like you or want to know you or anything else. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. All right. So uh, Boston Underground Film Festival, going to have a, a good time. Uh, I might be do. I'm doing these videos we mentioned before. Also, uh, I might be doing some with Jim McDon McDonahue, who's a listener to the show, and uh, he has a short there which I highly recommend. It is a uh, tiny, tiny clones, and I just feel like if I say too much, it's because only five minutes short. But I, I just absolutely loved it. I, I, Troy, I know you would, you would dig this. Okay, I'll say this. So the setup is a, is a man sitting there, and then this guy comes up to him, and he's like, you know, whatever his name is, Steve, whatever. They, they've outlawed making tiny clones of yourself. This is like a thing people do in the future. They just make oh, okay. tiny clones of themselves. So he's like a shoebox kind of thing, like full of or like a little dollhouse of just cl of clowns yourself? of himself. Yeah. Wow. But they're like action figure size. And they're not real people, so you can do whatever you want with them. That's kind of so, cool. It's it's amazing. It's it's just very totally bizarre. Uh, I, but you, you just go with it. I loved it. Tiny. All part. right, that one I I definitely like. I'm intrigued by that. Yeah, yeah. I could have watched more of them, but uh, I I do want to watch. I I want to be surprised. 
Oh yeah, yeah. Sure. You want want the experience of the big screen with those yeah. bad boys. Yeah. So I try to just watch the ones that where I was doing the interviews, uh, you know, so I could you know have some stuff in advance. Mm-hmm. All right. So anyway, uh, oh by the way, also um, the end of uh, in August, um, without your head, we'll be covering Fright Fest in the England, which I believe is England's biggest horror movie festival. So that's going to be pretty sweet. That sounds awesome. Yeah, we're going to have some guests on the show leading up to it, and uh, we'll do some uh, interviews at uh, at the festival itself. It's going to be it's going to be sweet. It's going to be an amazing time. Oh, I can't see how that can be. Yeah, I mean that just sounds fantastic. Yeah, so uh, I know there's a lot of listeners and former guests in England, and uh, some people have already said, "Oh, you know, they hope to meet us." So uh, it will be uh, Jason and I. Yeah, uh, we'll be there, and uh, it'll be sweet. Oh, hell yeah. You'll love England. England was one of the best places I've ever been. Yeah, I've never been there, so I'm really looking forward to it. Give me good mm. times. Don't right. know. You guys will have a blast. Okay, very cool. So until next week, this is Nasty Neil. Oh, and let me hit oh. people with one last thing. Of course. Um, so last Saturday, um, B and I are watching TV, and we see um, the newest trailer for uh, the Avengers Three. And so, you know, uh, what are they calling it? The Infinity Gauntlet or the Infinity War? Mm-hmm. Whatever Infinity they call War. it. Yeah. So we watch a trailer, and we just both. Fell in love with the trailer. I mean, not that I wouldn't see the movie anyway, but we did the ultimate geek thing and we ordered tickets 43 days in advance. So I'm all ready for, uh, I put in for the day off. So uh, the Avengers 3, I'm definitely ready for it. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Very cool. And uh, I've read a, a kind of a spoiler about Avengers 4. Ooh. It will be the it's gonna be the last movie with uh with the guy who plays uh, Captain America. Oh yeah, no kidding. Yep. His contract uh expired. His contract ran out, he like did the one to two part four, but that's the, the end of it. Oh, okay. So do you think that's a definite? Yeah, he said it himself. Oh, okay. Because sometimes you just you hear those things. Yeah, I think I heard the really same thing about the last. I think I heard the same thing about part two, or the last Captain America was supposed to be his last one. But yeah, he said it himself. But I, I kind of think he said it before. So who knows? <laughs> Plus, when they start offering you fifty million dollars, it's oh yeah, yeah. You talk to um, oh Downey Jr. about that. Like this will be my last Iron Man. Oh, will it now? The Disney money goes a long way. Yeah. Ah, yeah, yeah. All right. I agree. Let's get out of here. This is Nasty right. Neil. This is Terrible Troy. This is without your head. <laughs> 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 Ha, 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 ha,